Hey, um, I got a uh, text recently telling me, informing me that I had never given a time in Alechashir about pet food and the kashras of pet food, what is, can and cannot be used for pet food. Now, there are two issues when it comes to pet food. First of all, there's the issue of kashras in general. Uh, and then there's the issue of kashras lepesach. Kashras lepesach is a much more complicated issue. When it comes to kashras, so we're, we're not going to talk about kashras lepesach today. We're just going to talk about whether pet food needs to have some sort of hashkach or what you need to look for in, uh, in pet food before you can uh, feed it to, uh, to animals. So first First off, it's important to note that this uh, entire discussion uh, from a non-Pesach perspective is pretty much going to be limited to dog and cat food. Uh, when it comes to uh, bird food and to uh, fish food and things like that, there may be chametz issues, but there's not going to be uh, the basal b'chalav issues that we're going to talk about today. So uh, in order to understand what the issues are with pet food, so fundamentally the problem is going to be that if there's a concern that there's basal b'chalav, uh, you're not allowed to get hana'a from basal b'chalav. And part of getting hana'a, one way that one gets hana'a is by feeding their animals. So uh, the Torah tells us in three separate places, though Savashal Gadiba Chalevimon, the Gemara derives from there that there are three separate isurim, basal b'chalav, there's nisra achila, there's nisra hana'a, and a guy can cook it. You're not allowed to feed it to your animal if it's uh, basa b'chalav. There's nisr hana'a from basa b'chalav. So feeding your animal basa b'chalav is a problem because you're getting hana'a from the fact that your animal is enjoying the uh, or is uh, is benefiting from the basa b'chalav, is being nourished by the basa b'chalav. So the question is whether the all of these isurim of basa b'chalav apply to all types of meat. Uh, meaning, what if the meat was basar nevela, which is our case? Meaning, certainly they're not using shechted meat in uh, in animal food. Now, if the meat is from an oaf, it's not from a behema, so there's definitely no isra because it's only basar bechal of midrabanan, and that would certainly not be a problem. Even if the meat is from a behema tamea, from a non-kosher animal, from a pig, from a horse, something like that, shulchanar chutzim peizayin in yardeya sif gimel paskins, like the gemara in chulin daf kuf yud gimel, which uh, the shulchanar says. Eino noeg ela babasar behema tahora bechalav behema tahora. It's got to come from a kosher species, both the meat and the milk. Aval basar tahora bechalav tmeil basar tmeil bechalav tahora mutarim bebishulubana. But if either the milk or the meat comes from a non-kosher species, then it's not going to be a violation of bishul when you cook it uh, together. Nor is it going to be a violation of hanaa. So if your dog food has uh, pig meat or horse meat or chicken meat, that's not going to be a shayla of, uh, of getting hanaf from Basu B'chalav. The only shayla is going to be when it has uh, meat from a kosher animal, cow or, uh, or a sheep or something like that, even though we know it's not shechted. So that's the question now. Um, when it, there's you have nevela, is there an iser of Basu B'chalav on Basar nevela? So we have to go through each of the three isurim. There are three isurim of Basu B'chalav. There's eating, there's cooking, and there's hanaa. So do, do those three isurim apply to Bissar Nevela. So when it comes to eating, the Gemara Misachas Chulun and Avkuf Yud Gimel and Beis quotes the Sheet of Shmuel that if a person eats Bissar Nevela that was cooked with milk, then he has violated an Isra of Basar B'chalav. And uh, the Gemara explains that if you hold there's an Isra of Basar B'chalav in eating that which was already Nevela anyway, then it must be that you hold Isr Chal Al Isr. That even though it was already, the meat was already Isr anyway, because it was already Nevela, the Isr or Basar B'chalav could still be Chal on that, uh, that Isser. We happen to hold it ain't Isser Chal al Isser, and therefore, if something is already Nevela, if it's subsequently cooked with milk, it's not going to have an additional Isser Achila 
of Basar B'chalav. It already has the Yisra Achila of Nevela. It's not going to have the additional Yisra Achila of uh, Basar B'chalav. What about when it comes to cooking? So if the issue is Yisra Bishal, the Gemara in Chulun Daf Kuf Yud Gimel says, HaMevashal Chelev B'chalav, if you cook Chelev, or for that matter, Basar Nevela, with uh, with Chalav, then Rabbi Ami, Rabbi Asi, Chadamar Loke, Chadamar Enoloke. And the Gemara initially assumes it's a Machlokas, but ultimately on Daf Kuf Yudalid, the Gemara says, no, Mar Machadam, Mar Machadam, the one who says you get Malchus was talking about Bishel, and the one who says you don't get Malchus was talking about Achila. So essentially, there's no Isser Bishel Bibasar Nevela when it's being cooked with milk, so there's no Isser, uh, there's no issue of Isser Chalal Isser, and therefore it will be an Isser, I'm sorry, there's no, um, the, right, I mean, since there's no Isser of Bishel on a Nevela, there's only Isser of Bishel on Basar Bechalav, so you're not going to say Ain Isser Chalal Isser, because it's a brand new Isser. There never was an Isser of Bishel. Uh, when it was Nevela meat, now uh, that you're cooking it with Chalav, it's an, it's an Isser Bishel, and therefore there is an Isser Bishel Midar Raisa when you cook Nevela meat with milk. So again, all we've established so far is that there's no Isser Achila uh, of Basar Bechalav when you uh, have Nevela meat that was cooked with milk, uh, because it's ready Yasser Mishim Nevela. There is an Isser of Bishel of Nevela with Basar Bechalav. The one thing the Gemara never discusses is what about Hana'a? Is there an Isser Hana'a from uh, Basar uh, from Basar Nevela that was cooked with Chalav. So there are two approaches to this. The simple approach, the straightforward approach is, well, feeding a person's dog is a form of benefit and there's no Isser Hana'a on Nevela, so as soon as you cook it with milk, now you've generated a new Isser. It's not subject to Enos of Chalal Isser. It's a brand new Isser and therefore there's absolutely should be an Isser Hana'a and therefore you should not be allowed to feed your dog Basar b'chalav, even if the basar was nevela, it should be asir. However, the uh, approach to be mekel is the Rambam. The Rambam in the parish of Mishnayis in the third part of Masechus Krisos holds that the iser to get hanav from basar uh, from basar b'chalav doesn't apply to Basar Nevela. And the Rambam says, for the following reason, there is this concept called Enis Rechalal Iser. So we know that Nevela was already Asr Ba'achila beforehand. Now you're going to cook it with Chalav, it's not going to have a new Iser Achila mitam Basar Mechalav. Right? So it doesn't get an Iser Achila. Now here's the kicker, the Rambam says, the, the, the Iser Hana'a that you get from, that you have by Basar Mechalav is a function of its Iser Achila. So whenever there's not going to be an Isra Chila Basar B'chalav, Mimela, you're not going to have an Isra Hana'a from that Basar B'chalav. The Rambam is so excited about this uh, point that he refers to this as a Nekuda Nifla'a. An amazing point. This is the famous Nekuda Nifla'a of the Rambam, and it's very no gale because according to the Rambam, since there's no Isra Hana'a on, neve- on Basar Nevela with, uh, with Chalav, you'd be allowed to feed your dog the, uh, the Basar B'chalav... Uh, the dog food. So Prima Gadim and others show that Tosas disagrees with the Rambam. Pischi Tshuvan Simpei Zayin Sivkan Vav quotes this. And the truth is that it's a very difficult uh, Yisod, this Nukud Nifla'a, because it assumes that when we say Enes Rechalal Iser, that we mean that the Yisr doesn't apply at all. Rav Elchanan in the Kovitz Ha'aros and Simon Lamed points out that in Yevamah Staflam, Bezam Bez, there's a Machlokas, Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Yossi, where Rabbi Shimon holds that the second Yisr doesn't apply at all, but 
Rabbi Yossi holds, no, even when Ein Isser Chal Isser, it just means that there's no Onesh for the second Isser. But the Isser is still going to be Chal. So according to Rabbi Yossi, that even uh, if Ein Isser Chal Isser, somebody who violates the double Isser, according to Rabbi Yossi, would be buried in a, among the Rishayim Gemurim, as well as someone who only violates single Isser. I mean, the assumptions of Sanhedrin, Mishra Sanhedrin says we try to set up a base of Kvaros where everyone of the same religious level is buried near each other. So if a person violates uh, an Ein Isser Chal Isser, uh, kind of Isser, he really violated two Isser. It's just that there was no Onesh on the second one. Whereas if he just violated a regular Isser, he only violated one Isser. So apparently it's really not Hetar Gamer. The Rambam seems to assume that it is indeed Hetar Gamer. The Chesam Sofer and Simit Sadi Beis quotes a Mi'il Tzedakah that even though Hasomich ala Rambam ein maschich moso mikamakum imbaldafanai hasha'ela ani oser. That uh, even though you can't uh, get angry at someone and you can't uh, criticize someone too harshly if there's Somich on the Rambam, but I would never be mekel on that shayla myself. The Yad Yehuda is also machmir in this. Dogum Revava in Yordeasim Pezayin writes that in uh, situations of a hefsid, a person can rely on the mekel shita of the Rambam, but most of the time to buy dog food that doesn't have basar b'chalav is not such a hefsid. There's plenty of other dog food uh, available. It's hard to call that a, uh, a hefsid. So the Prim Gadim Dogum Revava Luchora suggests that one should not use such dog food. Um, the CRC gives hashkacha on pet food. It's important to realize when they give hashkacha on pet food, it is not okay for you to eat it. It's still nevela, right? Uh, and if a person eats it, it's still going to be a problem. They're giving hashkacha that you could feed it to your dog, that it's not uh, that it's not possible chalav. So either there's no chalav in it, or the basar is from a horse, or the uh, the basar is from a chicken, right? But uh, that's all the hashkacha really entails. It's just hashkacha to not rely on the Rambam's Nukudan Flaa. Now, a little bit of practical advice. In the Star K website, Rabbi Goldberg writes that in trying to ascertain what is in pet food, you may rely on the ingredient panel. They're very strict. The U.S. government very strictly regulates the labeling of pet food, perhaps even more than they are human food. A person has to label it, uh, the, the companies have to label it correctly, um, when, and, and, and therefore... If the label says meat, that doesn't really tell you anything. It could be cattle, sheep, goats, it could be anything. We're, and if we're cattle, sheep, or goats, then you run into trouble if there's milk in it also. If it, it, meat could also mean pork, in which case it would be mutter. Uh, but since you don't know, l'chara, <coughs> you should be uh, machmir. If the meat is from horses, then the law is it has to say horse meat. So if you see that it says horse meat, you know you're good. Then uh, then you know that you're dealing with Bayma Tamea and it's not going to be a problem. One should also be aware of what the different words for chalav are on an ingredient panel. Uh, you know, if it says whey or cassian or something like that, then uh, those are uh, those are milk products, and therefore you do have to worry about chalav in uh, and also animal fat. Animal fat is basar, right? That's also going to be going to be an issue. So again, the nukuda and the flaw of the Ramam would allow any type of dog food, um, but uh, better to be machmir, not to rely on the nukuda and the flaw, and therefore to use uh, either dog food that doesn't have both milk and meat, or a dog food that has from a behemoth tomato, or a dog food that has from an oaf. Okay, everyone have a great day. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off 
my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.